Hello, Reliving the Extreme listeners. Do you enjoy this podcast? Well, obviously you do because you're listening. If you enjoy this podcast and you shop on Amazon, why not wrap that all into one and give our podcast a little bit of support? All you have to do is when you want to shop on Amazon, instead of going to Amazon.com, go to www.tinyurl.com backslash extreme Amazon. By going there to do your Amazon shopping, you don't spend anything extra. And what it does is it throws a little a little a little commission our way here just to support the podcast. So like I said, if you like to shop on Amazon and you are a fan of this podcast and want to throw us some support, we appreciate it. That is www.tinyurl.com backslash extreme Amazon. Now let's relive the extreme. <laughs> This week on Reliving the Extreme, we have more first-run matches than we've had in a few weeks. Not that they were necessarily great, but they're there. And we also have, let's just keep talking about that $5 deal. We'll do that, too. But ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Reliving the Extreme. Nate Maxson here with you, along with my brother, Aaron. Hello. And Chad Austin is here. Hello. How are we all doing out there tonight, guys? I'm good. I'm pretty drunk. <laughs> well, I it is re- do all day. It is WrestleMania weekend, and uh, that we we were discussing that before we went on the air. A lackluster, I think, lineup for WrestleMania this year. But we'll see. Sometimes the lackluster lineups turn out to be the better shows at times. So I guess we'll see what happens. Well, but if this- you're looking for if you're looking for match quality, you're not going to have a problem. Mm-hmm. But if you're looking for moments, that's probably going to be the issue. It's going yeah. to be it's going to be baboony, and I don't know, I don't, I don't, whatever the uh, was it Lesnar, not Lesnar, the Lashley, whatever the Lashley edge, McIntyre the edge, the edge match probably. Mm-hmm. That'll probably be your two big like sports center moment kind of thing. Baboony is going to be your sports center moment. <laughs> Fucking idiot. <laughs> I, don't know. I think it might already have a name for this show. Bad Booney at WrestleMania. Bad Booney. <laughs> I love it. Well, this week's show, we're discussing November 23rd, 1993, that edition of ECW. And, um, well, we start off the show with a recap of that horrible ending to last week's show. And a nine one one call, I believe Matt Radico making that call. I don't know, man. I mean, his name was Matt. He was calling from the ECW studios, and he he was very vague. He was yes. so vague. He he didn't even want to give the address. Yes, yeah, so it's pretty much like it's somewhere in Philly. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can't believe this. Where are you? I'm at the ECW arena, and they took his purse. Like. <laughs> He didn't give any. He didn't give any description other than we're in South Philadelphia, and I can't believe this. This was even worse the second time around. <laughs> With the crack stab of cops they got in Philadelphia, dude. Oh yeah, that cop. <laughs> we're gonna get to him, Jesus. Oh, Bob Ortiz. I'm pretty sure that was Bob Ortiz wearing a fucking policeman's hat. <laughs> I, and he I was got it says from South Philadelphia. <laughs> I was watching that 
thinking I can't wait to hear Chad and Aaron talk about this cop thing. <laughs> what, Jer- Jersey One, Jersey One TV. Is that really even a TV channel over there? Well, if it was, Paul was not paying money to be on it. Aaron, I have, I have, I have no idea about this. Um, I know Joey opens the show and he's hyping the November to Remember recaps, and then he talks about how ECW is the. Uh, they want to be part of the community, so they're the hardcore, violent promotion of the community. They're yes. here for the help of the kids. And for helping we, the kids? And, <laughs> and then they show us footage of uh, the public enemy being arrested, courtesy of the Jersey One TV news. And uh, Jer- Johnny Grunge says, go ahead and put us in a cell next to Vince. Next to Vince. Is, is this while they were all handing out kendo sticks to the kids? <laughs> Like, uh, would you like your like? We're doing it for the kids. You know, you gotta take care of yourself. Would you like your kendo stick or your Sal Balomo stuffed animal? Those are your choices for this evening. Seriously, we still got Sal Balomo. Yes, we do. (laughs) Don't blow it. Well, we go from uh from that segment to Kevin Kevin Sullivan. Don't forget, it's Todd's off. Yeah, the cop. The cop, he's at the he's at the precinct, but he's right in front of Todd's big fucking map that we've seen yeah. like eighteen times. That cop was a fucking train wreck. I didn't even catch that. The uh, map? Yeah. Didn't even catch I was too I was, was too he was probably was, four steps away from where they filmed the attack. I was t- <laughs> I was too yeah. preoccupied thinking about, <laughs> oh, I can't wait for Chad and Aaron to sink their teeth into this. It's <laughs> the most incoherent. There was a push pin in Philadelphia. It was the <laughs> only thing on the map. You didn't catch that? <laughs> nope. <laughs> oh, my God. Go back and watch the last two weeks of the show. And then we were talking about that big, gigantic map that's on the back wall. But yet, the same, the police department. I mean, Todd must know somebody. I don't know. Maybe he's got a big map of the world that, you know, it's geographically, you know, logical. Or he pinpoints, well, I'm going to run here. And two blocks away. But, yeah, he had a pinpoint in Philadelphia that you didn't see. Yeah, that cop. Fucking moron. Worst <laughs> cop ever. It was Bob Ortiz, I'm telling you. It was. <laughs> I'm telling you it was Bob Ortiz. <laughs> Up next, we have Kevin Sullivan in action against uh, <clears throat> one of the twins. Um, Keith Shira. Keith Shira, yes. One of and, the uh, fantastic Shira twins. We're, which uh, Chad told us about last week. We're going to see Keith. We're going to see Kyle later on in the show. But this match involves Keith versus Kevin Sullivan. And uh, woman is at ringside with Kevin in this one. Good God. Is woman not is woman not good looking, dude? Oofa. Yes. Dude, she. <laughs> you know how to wear that dress, man. You're right. Aaron, you, dude. Like, she is like, she is so stunning on camera. But I mean, I, I mean, I don't even want to say unfortunately because that's not even doing her justice. But I'm close. She's not quite as hot. But looking at her on camera, god damn, is she fucking stunning? Mm-hmm. You know, she is fucking gorgeous, and uh, I, I I get to see her at like eight o'clock in the morning, looking the same way. <laughs> like, what time did you get up to fucking look like that? You know, right? <laughs> what the fuck? She uh. She definitely had a presence about her and didn't, I don't think she got the attention that she deserved before she passed. If what I'm saying makes sense. Like when with people having conversations about, about women in wrestling, 
Um, sometimes I think she got skipped over for how not only how how pretty she was, but how good she was in general. You know, yeah, she never she never got the she never had the impact because mm-hmm. she never had an impact moment. You know, it wasn't right. like she ever turned on Kevin back in the day, mm-hmm. or or you know the whole entire thing with Doom. There was no payoff for that, right? No, they just one day she wasn't their manager anymore. Yeah, I mean, and, like she never had the input, the impact. But yeah, I mean, woman deserves her right. Uh, I, 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 obviously, she deserves mm-hmm. her right. But I don't know where it would be. Would it just be like a person of influence? You know? Yeah. How would yeah, you classify I, her? I, I, I think that uh, most definitely an underrated. Yeah, a person of influence, just a person that that I'm sure that a lot of the ladies afterwards, along with Sherry, especially women, especially women in the business that were going to play heel, you know, took a lot of mannerisms from her, a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of inspiration from her and Sherry, a kind of a combination of those two. And, you know, you've got a winning combination there if you could put that together. How much you want to bet that Sherry made um, that um, woman made more money than Sherry and all them? Uh, other high profile girls combined because she was Kevin Sullivan. Probably. Yeah. They probably were even a package deal. I bet at uh, this yeah. point anyway. Y- yeah, you're absolutely correct. I'm sure it was, but God damn, she was hot. Mm-hmm. But at $5 a pop, <laughs> I, I, I can't believe she's coming out on that show. <laughs> she might not. Yeah. I was going to say she might not be at the next TV taping. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Once she saw that TV commercial for the five dollars a, t- a, a ticket, she probably said, "Why am I going to be there? Why don't I just send Tiagra or whatever her name is?" The tickets for the ECW arena and Angel have something in common. Yeah, five dollars a pop. <laughs> Heyo. <laughs> so, oh, quick question: They mentioned I was going to ask you, Chad, because I don't know if you even know. Were you at this taping? I have no idea. I have no idea where it was at. Oh, I see. That's what I was going to ask you because they said it was at a local high school, but I didn't know where that actually was. I don't think they ever actually mentioned it. They didn't say it was a community college, so that's good. And I, I actually could have been there, mm-hmm. but without knowing the name of it, I I don't know because it could have been. You know, do you know how old that footage could have been? Because it was just B roll, right? Like nothing. Yeah, happened. yeah. There was no, there was no angles or anything on yeah, it. Yeah, Aaron, right? Nothing happened. Oh like, no! It, I mean, it was just that, a yeah. That that could have been fuck anywhere. They just said it was some high school. You know, it's always just like, yeah, we're at the high school, <laughs> like the medical facility. <laughs> yeah. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, it's WrestleMania. <laughs> oh, oh, you know what? I, side story. I work with one of those guys that calls every wrestling show WrestleMania. You know, it, I, me and another guy at work today were talking about WrestleMania, and then this guy's like, "Yeah, I went to WrestleMania up in Toledo once." <laughs> wow! Every show's not called WrestleMania, asshole. <laughs> anyway, Who was on it? Ian Rodden. Was it Star Studded? <laughs> Up next, we're in uh, the office that apparently the police uh, press conference also took place in Todd Gordon's office. And uh, what? What? Wait, what's the story on this? They're moving their taping from Maryland back to Philadelphia. Yeah, they're like, "Fuck you, Maryland. Philly's better." 
And there were 1,500 people at that last show. I don't think there were 1,500 people at that last show. I don't think they had 1,500 people at the November to remember. Oh, at the arena? Yeah. No, I don't think they even did anything close to a thousand. Until... He claims he, he claims they packed fifteen hundred people in there for the November to remember. Well, anybody can claim what they want. I, I claim that packed fucking whatever in my living room tonight <laughs> to watch me watch diners, drive-ins, and dives while I'm doing the show. It don't mean it's actually factual. Um, I don't think they. I, I don't think they started packing a thousand people in until after November to remember. Like 94. I don't mm-hmm. think so. Because I, I don't remember the bleachers being there. I remember the standing room only, but I don't remember the bleachers. Right. Until then. Yeah, well, and that just that footage from November to remember. It's it, it's it actually, because of those lights, when I first saw that footage from November to remember, because of those lights to me, it actually looked more like um, those nightclub shows that they showed like Davy Boy and stuff at at one point. Like it didn't even sports look like bar. the ECW arena. Yeah, the sports bar. And the, it didn't even look like the ECW arena. And there's no way there were 1,500 people there. No way. There, there, there was definitely more people at the show that, that I was at that, that weekend. Because mm-hmm. there was a sold show at a high school than there was there. Completely. Like, there was, you know, 17, 1,800 people at the show I was at. And it wasn't even lit up like that. I mean, it, didn't even, have that Tom, it didn't even have that Tom Brandy, I'm going to take off my clothes lighting. <laughs> <laughs> and they were gonna play, um, you know, what was that R. Kelly song, whatever, whatever Howard Stern always plays. Oh, uh, oh shit! Yeah, you know. Yeah, bump and grind. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, it was. It was. You got Tommy Dreamer and, and Tommy and Tom Brady or Johnny Gunn out there or whatever with that amazing spotlight doing a dance. Why not take advantage of this, man? I, I almost think like... It's the night that Tom Brandy danced atop the ECW arena. Well, there you go. <laughs> we might we might have a name of this show. <laughs> Sincerely. Oh. But Todd is talking about, like we alluded to at the beginning of the show, this next ECW TV taping, $5 tickets. And believe me, by the end of this show, you cannot forget... That these tickets are only five dollars for the ECW and free arena. parking and free and parking. Free it's always free parking. <laughs> they never, nobody ever charged anybody for parking. It's not even a parking lot. <laughs> it's like <laughs> you can't charge somebody for free parking on an unpaved gravel lot that's underneath. <laughs> Route ninety five. You can't do that. Yeah. It's like it's like advertising your complimentary mints at the uh, at the oil change place. They were always complimentary. Well, wait till everybody gets the bill when they leave our wedding. <laughs> because, you know, we'll, we'll pay up front, but you're going to pay in the back. <laughs> and don't forget the tip because you know you were invited. You won't offend us with cash. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> well, yeah, we was, get an. Oh, it was, sorry. It, it was crazy. It, it almost seemed like. It started to get at some point like Paulie was trying to impress somebody with, you know, what I mean, because didn't didn't the audio sound like they were over trying to sell the attendance and how great it was. It was almost like Paulie might have somebody new that he's entertaining, you know, mm-hmm. as yeah. far as a business partner, because I'm just going, he's going out of his way to sell this nonsense. It was November to remember. It, it was like, you know. 572 people. 75. All right, I'll give you 76 <laughs> Pe- people there. No more. 
But yeah, but it, but it sounded like he made it sound like it was the fucking end of the world. Joey Styles even said the greatest show ever held in Philadelphia, and Todd said it too. Correct? Yes, yes. And Todd said it with gusto. And you're right, though. It's the 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 exaggeration of everything is uh, maybe maybe they were trying to sell this. Maybe they're trying to use this. Uh, you know, trying to sell to more markets or trying to I don't know get more investors. I don't know what the deal was, but yeah, almost de- like Paul, almost like Paul had somebody like interested, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And now that now that you mention, I mean, I I didn't put that. I just I just saw it as as hype. But now that I put that all together, or you put that all together, I can totally see that. You know, because obviously Paul is taking. I mean, we see that in the future, but at this point in time, if we're talking about this this day and time, Paul is taking whatever the potential this company has much more seriously than Eddie did. Oh, and, clearly and, he's got a, he's yeah. got a much, he's got a much more of a vision. Mm-hmm. I mean, even from whatever TV clearance they already have, just being on fo- sports Philadelphia right now. Well, I mean, what else are they on? Are they, they're on sports America, but how many affiliates? Right. Like Paulie's trying to build something. Eddie was just there to grab as much cash as he could before it ran out. No, you know what? I, I, I don't I don't disagree with you on that, but I do think I do think Eddie had like a more of a longer term problem. I mean, it, I mean, uh, not problem. I mean, solution. But I think there wasn't enough time for that, mm-hmm. you know, because and Eddie came he, from, Mem- from Memphis, right? Yeah, well, and not only that, but and tell me, you can tell me if you think I'm wrong. Eddie, it, it obviously, like you said, he had a vision, he had a plan. But he didn't have the he didn't have the players <laughs> to execute that vision or that well, plan. I mean, the, the super the super D's the super D's ain't gonna do it. They ain't gonna cut it, wow, man. Green. I mean, maybe in your fantasy federation that you <laughs> that you play with your little you know your little fake wrestling figures and all, and the super D's are the end all be all of your WrestleMania weekend. But I mean. Uh, in my world, I think a Christopher Michaels, I mean, a Sir Christopher Michaels, <laughs> could totally like carry the torch. You have to, you have to play it out though for at least a year till you pay it off with the Bugs Bunny impersonation. You have to, you can't go with the big guns right off the bat. You know, you got to start with some underneath characters. You know, your uh, your Marvin the Martians and such, and then you you work your way up to the Bugs Bunny. Well, I really can't argue with that one. Or the baboony, as it were. But yeah, either way. Um, and now we get another ad for the ECW Wrestling Academy. Another ad with Maddie talking about November to remember. If you didn't see it, it's a regret you'll never forget or whatever. Blah, blah, blah. We're still talking about that. And then we get Joey Styles to interview the ever so charismatic Angel. She's Aaron. a doozy. Yeah, oh, she's a doozy. <laughs> It's it is what it was. She had a black eye, and it's supposedly from Sherry, but who knows where she got it? <laughs> well, just, every, she does say in the in the ad or in the promo, everyone knows Angel. Yeah, Aaron, she had she had the scar above her eye from the Sherry like punch. But you're right, she had a black eye that wasn't from a Sherry punch. <laughs> like, I mean, who's this Broadway money to? <laughs> you can't. You can't. I mean, the, how are you? How are you going to go on? T- uh, I mean, granted, I th- I thought her promo was. I thought it was great for you know what she was. 
it's Angel. Seriously, don't don't even get me started. But um, yeah, she she cut the promo. It was the get in, get out, get on, get over, get by. But mm-hmm. yeah, but you had like you had more injuries than the than you're selling. <laughs> like, where are the injuries coming from? <laughs> there's a story here. There's this, yeah. Yeah, there's a storyline that we we're just not going to follow. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> what about the bus wreck that you got? What you got into when you were driving over here on the bus? Yeah, she, you're right. She had, she had two black eyes. Yeah, she was breastfeeding. No, it's- <laughs> I mean, she had babies crying in the background. <laughs> it was awful. <clears throat> and then we get uh, a video about Sherry to a version of back in the saddle. Well, as, um, a, as, as a matter of fact, I forgot to tell you, Jess just told me that we're, we're giving $12 a month to angel. We, we saw her infomercial one, like uh antenna TV and we're going to give her like what? 12 cents a day. Is that what it is? <laughs> I mean, because we, we, we want our kids to feed, you know, and I was like, Oh, I know her. And she's like, is she worth 12 cents a day? I go, I don't know, babe. <laughs> Twelve cents. So now, we're, now we're signed up. You get a weekly wow. pack. You get a weekly packet explaining to you the process of Angel and, and the pictures. <laughs> yeah, the pictures. Yeah, the pictures of how you know. I get one of her old calendars. Yeah, where she had blonde hair. Oh. Remember them days when she came out and she had the blonde hair. Oh, she was candlelight. Uh, oh, yeah, what, yeah, what a vixen she was. Yeah. Well, whatever that twelve cents a day is really going to get me a lot. And actually, the calendar is from nineteen ninety four. I think we just got it. There's a picture over at Cat's Deli getting a pastrami sandwich. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be late for my wedding because my wedding's going to be on a Thursday now, not on a Sunday. Because it was the calendar we're using is, is ninety four. But Angel looks good though. I'll tell you that. Well, she. Uh, <sighs> All right, <laughs> I'm going to move on from that. <laughs> Like I said, we get a, a version of Back in the Saddle, a video uh, showing us footage of Sensational Sherry. Maddie's back, $5 deal on the parking. Tickets. Free parking, beating it into our heads. And uh, now we get another one of the Bring ECW to Your Town commercials. If you want your, if you want your uh, high school to have ECW, Call this number, and you can also call the same number in the same commercial or in the next commercial for the ECW hotline. I'm kind of running through these ads here, and then we also got the uh, the ever enthusiastic Jimmy Snuka ad for ECW. They threw that one in there too. I didn't see that one. Yeah, the woo woo. What are you gonna do about it? No, not even a TCB. Just a what are you gonna do about it, brother? I actually like I I like the um. The Sherry recap. That back in the saddle again video with Sherry. I actually popped for that because Sherry's, I mean, you know, I have a special spot for Sherry. And I was like, dude, she looked great. And she was yelling at Angel in the in the promo, but she was beating up Malaya. <laughs> and like I'm just going, she's like, you floozy tramp, whatever. I'm like, dude, Angel's the one cutting the promo, but you're beating up Malaya. Kind of thing, but yeah, I mean, it, 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 all of a sudden, there's Brandy again. Tom Brandy, I, yeah. I, I don't, I, yeah, I don't know what, I don't know what the hell was going on with this. How, who thought this was a great idea? Apparently, at some point, um, Tommy Dreamer and Tom Brandy got the first ever Money in the Bank contract, and nobody knew it because they cashed it in on uh, Johnny Hotbody and Tony Stetson 
they show us the footage from November to remember of them winning. That's uh, Dreamer and Gun. That is winning the ECW Tag Team Titles, and then we go to a match as the former champions Johnny Hotbody and Tony Stetson are taking on JT Smith and the Sandman. JT playing up the knee injury from a few mu- a few weeks ago with the angle with Terry Funk, and uh, Sandman during the match refusing to tag JT because of the knee. JT tags himself in. And uh, there's some stuff, there's some chicanery in this match we're going to talk about. But Aaron, you first, anything? I know you got some. Uh, this I mean, thing Hunter, is Hunter, Hunter Q, Hunter Q is here. This thing's fucking sloppy. This entire match was sloppy. Um, it was no good. And I didn't find anything redeeming about it whatsoever. It was just bad. Why? All the way around. Why? I just, I just thought it was a, I just thought it was a trainer. Nothing. It was pointless. They were in the big stupid sunglasses at the beginning of it, and it was just uh, this match made me mad. This was all for the just for the kids to be able to chant Kmart suit. All the kids, Hunter Q. Robbins, yeah, all the kids, all Sal's kids chanting Kmart Kmart suit because that's exactly the route that ECW is trying to take. They they want to cater to the kids, right? Uh oh, got to the kids. Yes, yeah, they're they're catering to the kids. No, they're not. Why are you catering to the kids? You're you're in in the same breath, and that you know it's 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 growing, and it's but it's a promotion that's confused about what it is. It's ECW. You still have, I think, I think you still have. Do you think it's it's a matter of of Todd still trying to do what he wanted to do before Paul showed up? I mean. You know, like it, trying to, you know, with the community thing and the variety club thing and the kids and the et cetera, et cetera. It's like, well, that's it's extra like, money. Right. Right. Yeah. That that's the extra money part, because, yes, you want you, you, you. Why would you try to go out and promote shows when you can sell shows to mm-hmm. organizations? You, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Why, why would you do that? So, yeah, Paul was I mean, Todd was like. Look, I work with a bunch of fucking retired people. I got I got places all over here that, that are handing out money. <laughs> you know, why don't we hook up with these fucking idiots? And we got to talk to them now because last week they took the Sandman with them, if you remember. Yeah. <laughs> Sandman was laying in the back of a of an Easy Rider. With a, <laughs> with a Jamaican kid with a cleft palate. I saw that. <laughs> Well, because of, because of Todd Gordon, that kid, that kid, he got his talent. It, it only cost Todd Gordon twenty nine ninety five. <laughs> I mean, for what a year. I mean, I only, I only look at the internet. The, the like Aaron said, this match isn't isn't good. I mean, the do rag gimmick. The it, you know what? They never should have put Tony Stetson with Johnny Hotbody because Tony Stetson was doing pretty good there on his own. You know, we even discussed it on the show. He had a pretty good look going when he was doing his little feud with Tommy Cairo. Then they put him in this ridiculous thing with Hunter Q and Johnny Hotbody. And uh, that's that. Um, Hunter, or I'm sorry, Hunter's team winds up winning after he cracks uh, Sandman with a cane. Um, Fucks it up the first time, though. He falls off yeah. the ring. He falls <laughs> yeah. off the ring, and they make it like he bumped, but he fucked like Sandman and- bumped him, but he fucking fell. I and rewound get up there and I, do it again. Yeah, I rewound it to see if it was intentional or not. Like I was like, was that supposed to happen? Nope. That no, one that fucker fell off the ring. Yeah, I don't know. 
Um, obviously, there was no reason to show this match other than they just needed, I don't know what. What do you think it was? Nine minutes? Twelve minutes? Mm-hmm. Just Cause, throw uh, this out there. Because, you know, in what, in two or three weeks, nobody's going to remember any two guys. But I, I actually think that Hot Body and Stetson wearing them do-rags, they could have stuck around, right? Do you not think that? <laughs> No, it didn't work for me. Okay. Yeah, yeah, all right. That's all I needed. I, I, just, I just needed some reassurance. <laughs> I'm glad that you were you were trying to help me out if I did like it. I appreciate that. I appreciate the support. But no, yeah, that was stupid. And, you know, like the I said, I mean, doom. The, the do-rags of doom. Oh, God. You're going to put women with them. Don't ruin her. She can put one on. <laughs> she might be able to get them over, for Christ's sake. Um, Peaches comes in and attacks Hunter Q after the match. He gets her down on the ground, and then the faces come in and make the save. Absolutely nothing happens here. The only thing that happened, or the only thing, the only, I guess, purpose that this could have served was just to remind you that there's something going on with J.T. Smith and Terry Funk, just to be able to talk about it. There still is? Yeah, <laughs> they're, still, they're still yammering on about that. I mean... When's the last time Terry Funk was in Philadelphia? Like, theoretically. By the time these TV tapings there, it's been weeks, right? Oh, yeah. Do you think he's calling Terry and Terry's not answering? <laughs> or or Terry's calling JT and he's going, what? What do you want know? <laughs> My horse is... Saber, Bambi? What My horse is... My horse is sick. I went home. Yeah. I mean, do you think he's saying that? Like, <laughs> how, how is the angle playing out to where anything is is legitimate? Because Terry hadn't been there. How about you confront the guy after? The, right. I don't know. <laughs> I, go to the locker room and go, what the fuck was that? And then you, you just so happen that Gordon Sully's back there going, there's a Crimson mask. It's a Subway. Blah blah blah. Just, what the fuck was that? But no, they just they just drag they drag it out like there's no like what is the story? Explain the, me what's going on. It's it's disjointed because they well they they initially it, the problem with it well there's multiple problems with it as you just pointed out but one of the biggest problems with it is is all of a sudden they just had a show where J T Smith was in a match. And Terry Funk is all of a sudden his mentor at ringside. We never saw any vignettes. We never saw any explanation for why this happened or Terry taking a liking to JT. They talked about him being his mentor. And then the same show, they had Terry turn on JT Smith. So, yeah, I mean, the story itself is, I, I don't know. I, I agree with you, Chad. It's confusing. And, 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 and they're, dragging, week, they're dragging it out. Then last week he wasn't even cutting a promo about JT Smith. He was cutting a promo about Sabu. Like mm-hmm. he doesn't even care about JT Smith. Well, he's going to cut a promo in a minute again, uh, not about JT Smith, right? Doesn't he yeah. cut a promo in a minute about I don't know about? A, yeah. well, I don't know. You tell me. Yeah, they're going to they're going to reshow the thing from last week where he chokes Joey Styles, and um. And that's the other thing, too, with Terry is they don't know whether they want him to be a babyface or a heel in this promotion at this point either because they just turn him, you know, he's, he's turned he's turned more times in the history of ECW than the big show. And there's that, too. Up next, a video on Shane. It almost sounds like to me like like they're starting to, to, bl- to blur the lines. 
between baby faces and heel. Like, do, do you think Paul already saw this? Or do you think this is like something new? Oh, I'm sure he I'm sure he saw it. I'm sure I, I'm sure um his vision is there. It's just like I said, I, I see him trying to pull Todd in his direction here, is what I see. And I could be totally off base. I could be totally off base. But that's what I see is I see I see a I see a reluctant Todd Gordon who's got this crazy brilliant man you know working with him trying to pull him in a certain direction and Todd being just an independent promoter wanting to promote independent wrestling. Yeah, like like um everything Paul has, um Todd's not ready. Mm-hmm. Do you agree with me, Aaron? Yeah. Okay. I just I, I just think it's a it's kind of a disjointed show at the moment. Mm-hmm. Which yeah, always I, makes I, I, it always I, I, makes I, that always makes my notes disjointed too because I write down these thoughts and then I'm like I, I feel like I'm schizophrenic when I'm writing my notes because I'm right okay well this is happening but this is happening this guy's feuding with this guy but he's talking about this guy and Chris Michaels is doing a fucking Rocky and Bullwinkle impersonation what is going on ECW <laughs> what's the matter with you? Um, I did not write down the song. I do not remember the song, but they played a video highlighting Shane Douglas. Hang a gong by the power station. I think my wife was talking to me when this was on. All right. Well, here's a chance where I'm going to give Aaron the chance to shine. Did you write down all of the definition words, the Webster's definition words? I wrote down one of them, and it was Webster's Dictionary, uh, a 93 edition or whatever, and the, defi- the the word was wrestler, and the definition was one who wrestles. Oh, is that, is that what it was? Yes. Wrestler, one who wrestles. Damn, that's what I thought. <laughs> Man, I remember that too. I was like, I wonder if Aaron's going to catch that. <laughs> Plumber. One who plums. plums. Yeah, it was just, it was an all right video, and it's a good song, but I just, yeah, it just seemed like pointless. It seemed unnecessary. But What, what was the song again? Bang a Gong, the remake of the, 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 the Power Station that was, like, uh, led by Robert Palmer did. Oh, okay, whatever. <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, but I I just saw all all I did was see like the 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 definition thing like wrestler one who wrestles yeah and I was like okay I'm walking out of the room and I walked out <laughs> of the room because I had to put dishes away or something like that and I walked back in and I was like they're still doing it <laughs> there's, they, there's, yeah they do not skimp on the videos of these shows like they're like you know what we're going with the whole fucking song it's the whole song it's, yeah, it's even they, it's even going to fade out we're even going to go to the fade out it's going to fade out we're playing the whole fucking song and we're not paying <laughs> yeah. and we're not paying for it either goddamn it <laughs> yeah i mean they're just like i was like okay oh they're putting over Shane and they're still putting over Shane <laughs> i had to go pick up pick up my daughter from school and they were still picking they were still putting over Shane i came back and i walked in the house and i still i still see it it's like jesus christ up next we have mr hughes in action against uh keith shira's uh, twin and nudge nudge wink wink say no more say no more uh kyle shira and uh mr hughes pretty much just beats him up and um we have jason on the outside mr hughes wins with a side slam sidewalk slam and what do we got for this, guys? I thought it was a it was a squash. I mean, I, thought, you know. I think I'm going to put up a poll on the reliving the extreme and let the people vote and settle the 
fucking long term <laughs> thing at but like we're just gonna put an end to it. Who's better, Keith or Kyle? Who's the better worker? We're gonna figure it out. Wow, I mean, we got we got some work on our hands. <laughs> Who's the better twin? Well, I mean, honestly, we don't have but a couple more weeks of uh, TV tapings to figure this one out. Because, I mean, if you guys watch long enough, they're not here very long. Aaron, you got to move quick. Yeah, <laughs> so, I'll, I'll have up tonight. They're still a better heel. They're still a better twin team than the Harris brothers. So. <laughs> oh, and the. Co- and the Cole twins, by the way, they're a better team, the better twin team than the Cole no. twins. <laughs> we haven't even got to the Harris brothers yet, <laughs> because when the Harris brothers get here, that's when we get um, we get Bobby Starr and Dwayne Gill. That I mean, I, I'm pretty sure they made TV, right? I think so. Oh, I I remember, I, <laughs> um, anything on this squash match, guys? I mean, I thought you know it was what it was. It was yeah, the funny thing. I mean, the I funny mean, thing is. The funny thing is this the the squat this squash match it's exactly me, what it needed to be. Well, and it was probably the least sloppy match on the show, you know. Well, because Curtis has um experience working in New York. Mm-hmm. Like he has experience working for TV. You know what I mean? He's not yeah. you know, he's not going to do anything that's stupid and nor does he feel like he would have to. He's like, "Here, I I'm at this bullshit show I'm making X amount of money and watch this. I'm They're going to say there were they're going to say there were 1,500 people here anyway, so it's going to sound good. Yeah. Yeah, brother. You got any never. money? <laughs> you got any money? I mean, the parking's <laughs> free, but you got any like, money? Nope. <laughs> yeah, he was probably pissed off they had to pay your parking. <laughs> he, he got duped because the guy he drove him, the guy who drove him there was probably pissed because he had to pay your parking. But, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, Curtis is... It, I'm sure he treated that like it was a TV taping, mm-hmm. and you know we had a job guy. Yeah, you know? I mean, any when you really think about it, even 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 not even just WWF experience, but he was in you know WCW before too, wrestled on TV um, as Big Cat. I don't think he wrestled there as Hughes. He was just Luger's bodyguard, but he wrestled as Big Cat on WCW also. Right. So yeah, yeah. So he knows he his knew, way, knows he his way knew, around uh, a squash man. Yeah. You know, you keep it short. You do the, you play the hits. Mm-hmm. We have another ad for the ECW Academy. We skip over that. And now Maddie is telling us about the voting for the main event. You get to vote for the main event at Holiday Hell. You can make it Sherry versus Hawk. But anyway, um, the, the gist is you get to call the ECW hotline and vote for what two wrestlers you want to see in the main event at Holiday Hell. Um, coming up, what do they say? December 24th, 26th, 26th. I think it's the 26th. So to highlight some of the stars, check this out, folks, to highlight some of the stars that you can vote for to be in this main event. We get Paulie narrating a good video about Sabu, you know, and Paulie always does a fantastic job of describing and, and putting someone over. They show the video of last week of Terry Funk choking uh, Paul or uh, Joey Styles. They show a bit an Iron Man video of Road Warrior Hawk, and I did save this for last, even though he was third. And the other one that they want you to try to vote for possibly is Sal Balomo, because he's here too. He's part in that main event mix <laughs> in the ECW. I, I, I could have swore that somebody said his name was Sal Vitara. I, 
I don't know, I don't know who, but when I heard Sal, when I heard Sal, my ears perked up. You know, I'm not watching because you know they're, they're going to just say like you know Road Warrior Hawk, Terry Funk, whatever. And then I then I heard like Salvatore, and then I realized that's the that's the name of the auto parts place that's like right down the street from my house. <laughs> and I needed a starter for my car, and I picked up and I went, "It's Sal, it's Palumo, it's not it's not Salvatore." How, who fucked that up? It is Maddie in the house, so he very well could have fucked that up. I think it was. I think it did say Salvatore, because <laughs> I, I wrote it down as V A T A R O Salvatore. Yes. <laughs> I mean, why wouldn't you want to see Sabu versus Sal Baloma? That would be why, fantastic. Where, where? No, it depends on where it matches Sabu. I, I don't want to see it in an arena. I want to see it in like a Golden Corral. <laughs> Sal, co- Sal comes running in in board shorts and a Hawaiian shirt. I just see like, Sal, like, throwing the stuffed animals at Sabu and Sabu just eating them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, give me that. Give me that match in a goodwill. <laughs> Sabu does the. Oh, you uh, you moved on. Yeah, uh, I was he just eating the fucking stuffed animals and Sal's just like a, a holy moly. <laughs> yeah. What have I done? <laughs> I, I wasn't out of thinking about the kids. <laughs> I mean, Sabu, Sabu moon salts a chocolate fountain. Oh, there you go. How about this? The, the night the Cheesecake Factory will never be the same. <laughs> that's a, that's one of those shows that Paul runs the, at the the arena. They and he, out. Would, he would narrate it in his British voice. The night the Cheesecake Cake Factory was never the same. Yes. <laughs> the match terror place, terror the at match, Texas Roadhouse. The match took place at the actual Super Sizzler. It was fantastic. <laughs> the 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 Ponderosa Pound Pound. This sounds like why couldn't we have had it at the spaghetti factory or the spaghetti warehouse? That's why the match never happened because, because Sal couldn't agree on where the match would happen. <laughs> you know, Sal had all these great ideas at the spaghetti house. Yeah, the spaghetti yeah. warehouse, fazolis. Come on, a chuck of cheese. At least I a chuck of cheese. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, Alfredo. Oh, he said he was going to have a magnificent dinner. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. No, we didn't have it there. <laughs> Sabu wants it at the Bombay Bicycle Club. It's insane. So he was at the, the Bombay bus, bus stop. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you could pick that match if you wanted to at Hardcore Hell, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, then to follow that up, we get the announcement of the listen to this main event for next week's show that we have to look forward to. Tony Stetson, Johnny Hotbody, and Hunter Q. Robbins III against the Sandman, J.T. Smith, and Peaches. It's a main event in any high school in the country, ladies and gentlemen. Well, Aaron. (laughs) Looking forward to it. (laughs) Said no one ever. All right. (laughs) Up next... You know, I want to, I want to say, I want to say this. I want to make a statement here real quick. We have on this show, we have, we have, we've taken some shots and we have been a little hard on Sir Chris Michaels. And I just have to say, this guy's fucking terrible. He is terrible. This next match, Tommy Cairo and Chris Michaels. I've never worked a match in my life. I've never even laced up a pair of wrestling boots, but I can tell you Chris Michaels is not a good worker. 
Am I wrong, Chad? <laughs> I mean, who am I to judge? I mean, uh, I mean, he, he's okay. Maybe he's not like suitable for where he's at right now. I mean, for the position, but you know what I mean. He was trained. I see so. I just saw so many, so many things in this match where it was, it was like, it was like Tommy Cairo was wrestling a wet noodle. Like Chris Michaels was out of place at times. There was a time where there was like a a, a clothesline, or he was Tommy was supposed to miss the clothesline, and instead he 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 hit the top of uh, of Chris Michaels' fluffy hair because Chris Michaels didn't go low enough, and just lots of stuff in this just that made this match awkward where. Chris Michael screwed things up. Well, I almost think that Cairo, Cairo was the, the the leader of the match. I don't think I don't think it was Cairo at all. Mm. I thought Cairo d- did a great job, and I saw Michael was kind of rushing a lot of a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, like, like I said, I it just, to me, it, to, to me, it looked like this would have been a very frustrating match for Tommy Cairo to work because. Yeah. Like they, they, he couldn't even get a he couldn't even get a pull off a good Luces press with the guy. Mm-hmm. Like a loose yeah, it was press. really, it was really oh, awkward. Man. You can't, you can't pull off a good loose press. Like, how is Tommy, Tommy Rich going to be the champion? <laughs> but yeah, just this match, it was another, it was another, another doozy, another sloppy match, in my opinion. And um, said it wasn't Tommy Cairo's fault. I think it was just the fact that Chris Michaels was out of his it, depth. It, it, it's the fact that neither one of Neither one of them were good enough for a TV match. That's what it was. And I did think it was funny. Like at the end of it, like they stood, they they both stood up and they did that that thing when like two two babyface wrestlers have what they think is like a a classic match, and they like embrace and hold each other's arms up. And, like uh, they were waiting well, for like, the people. They were waiting for the people to give them like standing. Yeah, like, <laughs> they were waiting for the people to give them like a standing ovation or whatever because they had this math classic, and it was just like they're like, "Go the fuck home!" <laughs> standing ovation. It was just bad. A standing ovation. That's <laughs> what they were expecting. Like they hugged, and then they like held no each other's arms up. No chance. No chance. They were expecting a standing ovation. They were acting like they wanted one. <laughs> you go back well, and watch I mean, it. They could have acted like Romeo and Ju- Juliet, but uh, they didn't get any of it. Uh, yeah, they didn't get nothing. And another throwaway match that didn't advance anything here in this uh, in this show. And it, uh, the match wasn't good. And did uh, did it, it sound like uh, Jason was calling his commentary in on a phone? Like it sounded like uh, Joey was on the mic and Jason was on the phone. I don't know what was going on there, but. I do like I do like the formation or the beginning of the formation of Joey Styles' hatred of Jason, which would pretty much go through the run, the whole run of ECW. Um, so apparently, that's the one constant in ECW is Joey Styles hates Jason. Well, that's the um, that's because that's because the Jason is um, I don't know how do you say how do you say he's a resident near Paulie, mm-hmm. so he can make it to the studio. <laughs> You know, do permanent. Yeah, I did laugh. I did kind of laugh a little bit when he pulled up. When he when that car pulled up and he was on the hood of it, and he jumped off. That was kind of <laughs> no, no. The dude, no, he's he's like, uh, what? What did I? Oh, he goes. Uh, this is a beautiful match, oh. like my pants and my jacket. <laughs> that was a fun line. <laughs> Well, that's Jason. But yeah, Aaron, you're right. The car deal was great too. That like was funny. Way, it was a good entry. Entry. Um, 
And that's how they, well, not exactly how they end the show. They're pretending to end the show. Got to have what? <laughs> yes, we're going to go to a, <laughs> a roughneck. At least, you know, we got a break from Slam this week. We got a break from Slam. and MC uh, Light. MC Light with Roughneck. Hey, that looks yeah. good, by the way. Of course, because, you know, Mr. Hughes is the Roughneck, Mr. Hughes. And uh, Maddie closes the show, and that's all I wrote. I think he said $5, and then November to Remembers or regret, regret You'll Never Forget. And then he signed Free parking. <laughs> Free parking. <laughs> and they, then they, they show. They should have had They should have had the guy that run, that runs the, the bingo hall, the arena, like standing there, like beating them with like ads for $5, $5. Like while Maddie's standing there trying to promote the show, like the guy's going, tell him it's $5. Have you said? Have you said it's five dollars yet? Yeah, have you mentioned free. it at all? Parking's free. Free. <laughs> like it could have been like Gamma Gamma Singh. Like tell him, tell him. They didn't. Didn't do it. Missed opportunity. And that's it. That's it for that edition. <laughs> this edition of ECW. That's a wrap. November twenty third, nineteen ninety three. Either that's a wrap or get the hook. One of the two. Uh, so that's what I'll ask you guys. What the when you when you when you watch this show and it's over, did you want to say that's a wrap or did you want to say get the hook? <laughs> I'll let Aaron go first. I just I I felt sick. <laughs> ill? You felt ill? Yes, it made me feel ill. It was pretty. This one was. This this wasn't a very good show. I just thought it was n- nothing happened. Nobody I wanted to see in a match was on it, and like we got Sabu in here now. Taz is here. Tommy Dreamer's here, but we have like none of these people. Yeah, well, there, there was only I, one match, wasn't there? There was four of them. I, I actually wrote down. I don't want to cut you off here, and I'm sorry, but I did actually write down. I was like the the match quality in the show was was. Uh, Reminiscent of Cabrini, like it was like we took a step backwards here this week. Yeah, I don't know what this was, but this wasn't this wasn't a step forward. This was just bad. Well, do you grade it? No. All right, it's it's an incomplete. It's an incomplete. It was. It wasn't. I can't say it was bad enough. I'll let you guys try to articulate it better than I can. Like I said, I just see as I watch the show, it wasn't good. Um. I didn't get like like you said. I mean, a few weeks ago, it it was so promising because you had Taz and you had Sabu and you had Shane Douglas. It was like, here we go, here we go, and then now we're back to this. And it just, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't good. And like I said, I see a tug of war, or not a tug of war, but a, a, a Paulie trying to drag Todd into his vision. I guess. And again, like I said earlier, if, if you guys think I'm off base, but I just, that's what I see. I see we're going back and forth here. You know, it's like two different shows sometimes. Like this week's show is a completely different show than two weeks ago. Yeah. I just don't know like where, like actually where they're at because I wasn't physically there for a lot of this. Mm-hmm. Like this seems like this was not stuff that was current stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely felt the, that the, sh- the the matches on the show felt dated. The I mean, 
the promotion obviously is in real time because they're beating this next TV taping into our head. And, and like, you know, we kept joking about the $5 tickets and blah, blah, blah. But yeah, the, the matches themselves felt dated. It felt like we went back to, uh, maybe not all the way back to Cabrini, but definitely back to the, the it was culinary. So that being said, I think overall we all gave this of the, you know, it's, this was, Kind of a waste of an hour for to watch, but not a waste of an hour of a podcast. I'll tell you that. I um yeah, I mean yeah, it was terrible. I don't know. I, I mean, <laughs> I, it was it was awful. Uh, um, I'm trying to come up with some other adjectives. It was awful. It was almost offensive. You know, my time worth money too, right? I think. <laughs> I, I, seriously, what is this? I don't know. The, but, um, next week, next week's next week's pitch for their show, they're going to be like, at five bucks a ticket, what do you want from us? <laughs> well, I mean, I might have a little nugget for next week's show, buddy. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I mean, uh, how much time do we got? We have as much time as you would like, Mr. Austin. Well, we only got like a minute and a half or so, um, <laughs> according to my time. Uh, we might have the promoter. That could be the guy, the reason why they didn't have the the Maryland show. Oh, yeah. See, I was going to ask you about that and ask you why that got moved um, or why you thought that got moved. I didn't know if you knew for sure or not. But we might have the actual, you know, the actual person that knows for sure. And he's also the he's also the heir apparent to the last name Whipwreck, <laughs> and he said he said he would come on, but um, he really he's really much rather do a um. Oh, his, his story checks out. I checked it out. Okay, I looked at everything, and everything that we're reviewing right now is right along with the time frame. All of it. Okay, it all does. Remember, I was met. I was mentioning the Cecil College stuff a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All of that. And he said, oh, yeah, I'll do it. He goes, what do I give a fuck? So this this is the guy. So, excuse me. This is the guy that was promoting the show that you were on when when we were kind of joking that Bundy had to rush to the show. Yeah. Okay. But, it, but well, that would be awesome. Also, this is also the guy that promoted the show with Paulie. That Paulie... Once he found out how much money it cost to run Maryland, he got mm-hmm. pissed off and tried to like fuck him over. And he said, "You're not doing. You're not doing that." You know. <laughs> and so Paul, that's where Mikey Whipwright came around. Well, yeah. I mean, we'd love to have him on if he wants to come on or if he wants to record something for the show. That'd be awesome. Um, one thing I want to remind everybody about is uh, please do join us on our Facebook group. Reliving the extreme. Apparently, Aaron's going to have that nail biter of a poll coming up yeah. on the uh, on the group page. Um, you can talk about ECW conversations about the show, things we talk about in the show. Also, join us on the We Can't Wrestle podcast in the We Can't Wrestle podcast Facebook group as well. Follow us on Twitter at Relive Extreme. And yes, this weekend <laughs> WrestleNet Radio begins as well, twenty four seven, three sixty five. We'll check out WrestleNet Radio. We'll get you some information on that in the groups as well. And anything we'll else? More. Any anything else? That, that's what I was going to say. Anything else you guys want to say about what you might be doing for WrestleNet Radio? Aaron and Chad have been cooking up some schemes here for some possible never, shows. Aaron never called me. <laughs> I got busy. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, for a week, man. It was a long week, man. You're, you're busy making beans. 
<laughs> I mean, a whole entire week you were busy? Not five minutes, not two minutes, not six minutes, not seven minutes? No. You get off of work at like 10 o'clock. You want me to call you at 10 o'clock at night? Me? Yeah. I, I don't sleep. I'm an insomniac. Right. I didn't you want to call you at 10 o'clock at night and be a dick and call you at 10 o'clock at night. Sure. Folks, All this right. is how the sausage is made. <laughs> yeah, I don't fucking, I don't sleep, man. All right. <laughs> but I definitely am. There is something Aaron and Chad are cooking something up for the 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 week the uh, WrestleNet Radio because I'm going to look forward to that just because I want to hear a show uh, with them without me just for me to get sit back and listen. That's going to be a blast for me. And we've got some other shows cooking up there as well. Plus, when we're not live or when one of these original shows is not on, uh, every episode of the We Can't Wrestle podcast, every episode of Reliving the Extreme are also always playing there as well. It's going to be fun. I'm really excited about it. I've been working hard to get it going, and we're going to go for it. And hopefully it uh, turns into something big. That being well, said, no I'm going to... There's no reason why it shouldn't. Mm-hmm. I, I, I really, honest to God, I think that it's nobody else is doing it. You know, it's just, it's to me, it's something that, you know, there's a market for, I think. And I think, uh, I think it's going to work. We're just going to well, have to... We have enough support with our um, our We Can't Wrestle podcast people and our Reliving the Extreme, you know, group people. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, there's no chance that it cannot work. It has to work. And right. oh. absolutely. And you guys, thank you for joining me, Chad and Aaron. I appreciate it. And thank you all of our listeners for listening and your support. And we will see you next time around as we continue Reliving the Extreme. Reliving the Extreme is a production of Max and Out Media, all rights reserved.